0: The Kayfabe Crunch is powered by Gigabits. Mega fast internet speeds never before seen in this galaxy. Gigabits is obedient to Quellborts, the technofibric entity who will save all mankind. We give him praise. And in return, he gives us high speed access to the latest movies, games, and interdimensional fluids. The kayfabe crunch, the news, believe that.
1: Wow, good news. This is your kayfabe crunch for Tuesday, August 25th, 2020. I'm Greg Goreybond. Coming up, we have all the latest from a packed weekend of wrestling. Plus, we give our infamous Diamond Ratings for SummerSlam. But first... In grappling history, in 1997, Arn Anderson announced his retirement at the age of 38. If you're surprised by how young that is considering how old he looked back then, don't worry. You're not going mad, Arn has simply had the demeanor of a 55-year-old since birth. And in 2002, Brock Lesnar defeated The Rock in the main event of SummerSlam to win the WWE Championship. This was considered something of an upset for the collegiate champion, who had made his debut just four months prior. I actually went to my local wrestling library for a copy of the newspaper from that day. The headline at the time read, Jock Brock knocks off rock in blockbuster shock. And another headline reads, Will we see the return of Raven's flock? Thank you to those taking part in the Crunch Thunderdome. It's great to see each and every one of you. But specifically to the man at the back, second row from the middle, yep, you, can you please put put your cock away, mate? And now let's get on with the plentiful punting news. Top story. Basque in this story. McIntyre opened Raw by welcoming us to the Thunderdome, a venue with many celebrity attendees, such as Benoit, Pikachu, the Narcoleptic Associated Society of America, or NASA. The clan, who are upstanding citizens, according to our president, please vote. And I think I saw... Yep, yep, I saw your dad. The Champ stated that at SummerSlam, he beat the greatest wrestler ever. You know, because Randy won that one match that said he was the greatest ever. That was two months ago. This is a... (laughs) This is a long year. Although he did offer Orton another shot at Payback presumably out of pure pity. The Viper took issue with this, because snakes don't like sympathy read a Bible, and the pair then brawled in the same backstage area as Wyatt and Strowman from the night before. It's like it's the only empty place available backstage, which is odd as it's the main production area, so shouldn't be empty. The melee ended with Orton landing two punt kicks on the champ and both of them rattled Drew more than the ones delivered to HBK last week. Later on, Orton explained he did this due to the perceived pity. Well, I, I told you. However, Keith Lee, coming fresh off of a dominant NXT run where he only lost to an actual demon, interrupted and went face-to-face with Orton, challenging him to a match tonight. Well, not tonight, uh, last night. On on Raw. The match did indeed happen later, and Samoa Joe referred to Lee as if you put a tank on a rocket and give it some wings. Someone's inventing ideas to sell to Russia. Before the match could finish, the sexy Scotsman re-emerged and attacked Orton, who immediately punted him in the head for a third time. A trio of punts which incidentally is very close to the nickname I gave the NWO back in the day, McIntyre was taken away in an ambulance to a local medical facility manned by local medical people. And Lee expressed his frustrations over the actions of both men. So, at Payback... In one week, because the wrestling never ends, this is a full-time job, oh god help me, it will be Lee versus Orton, where presumably the winner will be the next to challenge the champ. And also presumably, we'll see Epstein, Hitler, and Vince Russo in attendance. The big three. And now it's time for your fast count, the Pikachu in the Thunderdome of news.
0: Large Canine gets a new set of canines as Roman Reigns returns at SummerSlam.
1: The Hurt Business once again dominates Raw Underground, a venue that was beneath the Performance Center and that's now beneath the ThunderDome. Many wrestlers are worried about the upcoming events they have planned for a public restroom.
0: Jackson Baszler form uneasy pairing to face Bailey and Banks at payback. This alliance should be about as stable as the internet connection of those in the Thunderdome.
1: Alice Black returns as a pirate and attacks K Yoho Ho with the back of his thumb.
0: Demi Burnett still being wooed by Ivar's big meat. Reports say Garza is considering a side job as a butcher, so he can show off his third leg of lamb.
1: Apollo Crews defeats Lashley in an arm wrestling contest, officiated by the world's strongest man. Unfortunately, the world's weakest man wasn't available.
0: Known as Retribution Attack, the Mysterio family, leading many to believe the group is made up of the boys Rollins has been keeping in his basement. There, there's no way that ages badly, right? It's Seth. He's going to be a dad. No one who's ever had kids has turned out to be a bad person.
1: Pat McAfee makes an impressive debut at TakeOver 30. We thought he'd act like an utter punt, but his athleticism was off the charts. No, we can't. and We did that already in the monologue. I, I get it. It's funny, but like punt sounds like... Yeah, you know, but it's happened already. We should save that for another... uh, Just ring the bell.
0: Got to catch them all.
1: Now it's time for our highly respected Diamond Ratings for SummerSlam 2020. It's a very delicate scoring system based on style, control, damage, and aggression. If you'd like to learn more about how they work, listen back to issue 59, nice, of this podcast. Okay, first up, we have Bailey defeating Asuka to retain the SmackDown Championship. Now, this match wasn't what we saw coming, so we have to bear that in mind when calculating the diamonds. We're going to add a few diamonds for outfit coordination. Although, minus a few for a failed revenge for Kyrie. According to our scientists, we give this match 16.7 diamonds. A really solid opener, but nothing I need to write to your dad about. Next, the Street Profits retained their tag team titles against Andrade and Gaza. It seems like Vega's boys just can't get the job done. There's a clear lack of chemistry on display between the pair. And the SPs took advantage of that. Okay, divide some diamonds for a blatant lack of Bel-Air, as well as a failure on Vega's part to use a stronger poison. Like cyanide. 11.1 diamonds. Okay, after that, Mandy Rose defeated Sonya Deville to send her packing from WWE. This was emotional. A woman lost her job, and that's, that's always tough to see. Plus, those, those chairs being skimmed across the table like a deadly game of air hockey? Wow. If we quantify the integers and absolve both the black and the white diamonds, then we get a total of 29 and 5 eighths. Well done to both competitors, and good luck to Sonya. Next up, Seth Rollins' battered Dominic Mysterio bloody and nearly the entire Mysterio family while he was at it. This one was really hard to watch, as a messiah tortured a loving father and son. You'd never catch Jesus doing something like that. Unless it turns out the Mysterios were moneylenders, and then he'd go apeshit. Just nine and a half diamonds here. T- too uncomfortable to score any higher. Okay, following that was copy and paste answer from opening match but replace all mentions of Bailey with Sash. Okay. Okay, no no one updated my auto queue, so I don't know what to do. 16.7 diamonds will will give it the same rating. Then Drew McIntyre defeated Randy Orton to retain the WWE Championship. Great back-and-forth action here with both men attempting their finishing move throughout the match. Bonus diamonds. Ultimately, Drew got the win with the most deadly finisher in professional wrestling today. The cheeky roll-up. We're going to have to minus some diamonds for no legends killed. But after the calculating, we still end up at 22.222 diamonds. Excellent stuff. And finally, The Fiend defeated the monster to become the new Universal Champion. They said falls count anywhere, but what they meant was falls count in the ring and a little bit of the backstage area. Other than that, I've got to say this was a poor use of the stipulation. I mean, The Fiend could have pinned him anywhere. Like, I don't know, on top of the Fire Velveteen Dream screen, for example. Okay, if we displace some diamonds and multiply by a factor of 20 to the power of Neb, we get a total of, oh, 18 diamonds on the button. Well, that just about does it. Remember, our diamond system is flawless and also counts as legal tender in the state of Delaware. Take that, Dave. There's just time to thank so many of you for joining us live via the Crunch Thunderdome. We might bring it back next week, but some of you are a tad sweaty and it's quite frankly distracting, so hopefully not. Join us Saturday when we'll ask, how neat can a dog's teeth be before it's creepy? And remember, you can support this podcast by leaving us a review or rating on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. It genuinely helps a lot. So if you haven't done that yet, do it. Do it right now. Right this second. Please just do it or 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 don't or or don't. Don't look at me like that. It, It it's not a threat. It's not a threat, but but please do it. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch, your not quite daily, not quite news, bump for the world of professional wrestling.
0: The Kayfabe Crunch is powered by Gigabits. The return of Quellboards is imminent. Sign up to Gigabits today, and don't miss out on your chance to meld with our glorious space emperor. When Quellboards returns, those who are loyal will be fused with the Infinite and become one with his fiber optic love. Don't hesitate to call or check our website for more details. The K Crunch.